go. Yep. We're going to roll. Let's do it. I paid my dues time after time. They said it wouldn't happen. Alan Seth told me we'll, we wouldn't even get Anthony Davis, man. They really said we wouldn't even get Anthony Davis. Guess what? We got rings. Technically, you don't got him yet. We won them. We won them. <laughs> Got a championship celebration playlist today. Got that fancy waterfalls. <laughs> Congrats to the Los Angeles Lakers. Technically, it is our 12th title, but I'll go with 17. It sounds better. Sounds a lot better than one. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to stay alive and take care of my people And they don't have no award for that Trophies Trophies And they don't have no award for that Shit don't come with trophies Ain't no envelopes to open I just do it cause I'm supposed to Welcome to a very special edition and episode 58 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and fortunately enough, Al decided to join me today on this uh, very special occasion. Al, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I've been uh, dreading this one a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Knew what was going to happen when you got in here. Yeah. Uh, shout out to everyone that's listening on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, everything like that. Thank you very much. Uh, I got some feedback from a, from a friend yesterday about... Um, the intro songs, how they like the intro songs, it sets the vibe. So, it does, yeah. so the intro songs do count; they do matter. So, we're <laughs> gonna keep that going. Hopefully, these three you guys enjoyed today. I think it's a very fitting celebration playlist. I was gonna do, um, I told Al pre-pod, I was gonna do like maybe five or six songs, but I knew absolutely nobody was gonna make it through all that, and I wouldn't either probably if I was a listener. So, I decided to hold off. So, we'll we'll save some of those for next week because this is an all-year celebration. Twenty twenty has been shit. It has been shit. Yep. Except this, man. The Los Angeles Lakers have won their technically 12th title. And I say 12th because they won five as the Minneapolis Lakers. And all the Boston Celtics fans, such as Bill Simmons and people like that, argue that we should not count the Minneapolis titles. Now, the only thing we have going in our favor is we've always been the Lakers. Just not the Los Angeles Lakers. But this is the Los Angeles Lakers 12th title. The Lakers 17th overall, which does tie the Boston Celtics for most all-time. The Lakers are still and always will be the most iconic NBA franchise, and they proved it again. 
Um, Al, I look, man, I, I know we didn't discuss this, but I, I'm going to put you on the hot seat, man. You told me back April, 2019, you said, man, you ain't getting no fucking Anthony Davis, man. Yep. You, I did. you said that ain't happened. Yep. I did. How, how do you feel now that you saw them win a championship together? I mean, half later? first things first, congratulations are definitely in order. That was, I mean, the season started a year ago in October when it, by the time it finally wrapped up October 22nd absolutely and there was Lakers Clippers it was 140 something days between the last game uh of the, of the regular season before the shutdown and then but going to the first game in the bubble um mm-hmm. so I mean it just an extremely difficult season people say there's going to be an asterisk by this title and I say absolutely not I think this was the hardest title to win if you want me to be honest thank you being away from your families in an environment that you're not used to for three months over a hundred days I mean that's it's a it's a testament to, you know, a really really good basketball team. And as much as I hate to admit it, that's what the Lakers are. Um, I didn't think they were getting Anthony Davis. I didn't think they were gonna want to give up the young pieces. But when you got LeBron, you got to go for it. Um, and I thought honestly through the playoffs they they were the best team. It was it was quite evident to watch. They were easily the best team. Um, and it's really cool to see. Anthony Davis win a ring. He's a he wouldn't have won one in New Orleans. No. Um, as much as people ridicule him for leaving and wanting to leave, um, you know it's I, I I'm really torn on this because of people like Kevin Durant. But Anthony Davis is very far from Kevin Durant. Kevin Kevin Durant obviously we I'm not even gonna dive into Kevin Durant. This isn't Kevin Durant's time. <laughs> but besides Anthony Davis, there's a lot of other players that were. It was really cool to see them win a ring, like Dwight Howard. Really cool to see. Yes, them win a absolutely, ring. absolutely deserve one. J.R. Henney. <laughs> J.R. Henney he had that shirt off before the buzzer even went off. <laughs> His second ring in four years, just like Braun. Yeah, I mean, so it, it was. It was really cool to see. Um, and you know, I make it very clear how I feel about LeBron. I. I Respect the hell out of him as a basketball player. He's a hell of a basketball player. He's a great person. His fans, I just can't stand. Um, yeah, he's got four now, Blake. Yeah, he's got four. <laughs> he, he's four. He's four and six. He is four and six. But he, I'm not going to take anything away from LeBron. I'm not going to take anything away from the Lakers. Um, and I, I, I've said this a ton of times. Once Kobe passed away, everyone knew this was going to happen. Everyone knew that the Lakers were going to Don't go. do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't what do you do mean? That. What do you mean? Everyone did not know this was going to happen. Everyone had the Los Angeles Clippers winning the NBA Finals. Oh, not me. Okay, I said it right when Kobe passed away. I said it. Okay, okay. Well, let me, re- right. let me re- okay. rephrase. Okay. Because tons of people it. were still, yeah. they're, they're the deepest. They got Lemon Pepper Lou and Trez. And, man, I don't want to hear about none of that fucking bullshit. So, okay, let me re- rephrase. I said, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, either the, the first pod we did after it happened, or maybe it was me and you just t- texting or whatever. I said one... Once that happened, I knew they were going to win. Um, and, yeah, just the fact of how crazy of a season it was, congrats. congrats, Congratulations are definitely in order. Hell of a season. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that. Um, well, I mean, the Los Angeles Lakers are my favorite team, and they became my favorite team when they beat the Boston Celtics in 2010. So that was the last time I personally enjoyed a championship with any of my uh, favorite sports teams. That includes all three of my favorite football teams. Um <laughs> Um, and look, man, I'm through and through a Los Angeles Lakers fan when Kobe passed away. I remember telling a bunch of friends, you know, not jokingly, you know, I'll never root for another team and I never will. I will never root for another basketball team in my entire life. Even if Kobe didn't pass away, that was still the case. I was never going to root for anyone besides the Lakers. I love the colors. I love what they represent. I think that they are the ceiling, if you will, of the NBA, the bar that people have to exceed, uh, and or meet as far as championships and as far as expectations are concerned. And... Look, LeBron came here summer 2018. They put murals up. People were painting over them. They were doing all sorts of stuff to it. You have to prove yourself in the city of Los Angeles, right? Mm -hmm. LeBron James has now proved himself in the city of Los Angeles. And I'm not going to jump into the debate just yet between him and Jordan because I have a whole list. I got a whole about five to seven minutes where I'm going to go in on that. I just simply want to talk about how much of an uphill battle this was, I think, for the Lakers. I think even with LeBron and AD being together, there was still this kind of thing going around the league where it's all Kawhi and Paul George joined teams. And, you know, they're so dangerous together. And, look, I already did the whole Clippers teardown about three or four weeks ago at this point. But I'm going to do it again. (laughs) Because, and here's why I'm going to bring up the Clippers right now. Because now I get to dance around on their grave of a season. And I get to be as disrespectful as I would like to be. And, um, look, Doc Rivers isn't the coach anymore for a reason. And, I look, I love having these NBA discussions. I, I love 
you know, trade talks and stuff like that. Paul George is not going to be a Clipper at the beginning of the next season. It's going to be a Brooklyn Net. Okay. And I, I don't know anybody anywhere that has any sort of sources. I don't, I just, I feel like Steve Nash is the head coach and KD and Kyrie and KD's kind of like LeBron in Cleveland. You know, he kind of makes all the moves, but he doesn't really take credit for it. I think he's at that stage in his career. Um, I don't think the Los Angeles Clippers are going to be any sort of threat to the LA Lakers. Now, the only reason I'm bringing them up is because they are the biggest threat in the West. I don't, not that I don't take Denver seriously, I just don't think Denver believes in their hearts they can beat LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Um, Just real quick, I think next year, I think the Nuggets are going to make a big move, but we'll save that for an offseason pod. I think they'll be a big threat next year. Really? I do. Big move for? Not sure. I just, they they got something on the horizon. No, not Paul. They don't want that boy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I think I think Michael Porter Jr. is going to rise into a star next year. I mean, he kind of did in the bubble a little bit, but let's go back to the Lakers. Sorry, didn't mean uh, that. No, it's all good. You know who I really think? And look, this roster is not going to look the same this year, okay? I don't think Dwight Howard stays. I don't think JaVale stays. I personally think we try and trade Danny Green and Kuzma and maybe a pick or something like that. For isn't Danny Green piece. on a one-year? Uh, no, I think it was a two-year. Okay, okay. I think it was a two-year. Okay. Um, so I just I feel like the Lakers still have moves to make if they want to get back next year. It is going to be a tougher battle, but I mean, look, LeBron has now won in both conferences, and I mean he's put to rest, which is crazy to even say, but I mean he's put to rest the fact of oh he would never do it in the West if he goes West he wouldn't even make the playoffs. And look, year one was awful. I, I would even maybe go as far as to say, and the Lakers had awful seasons when I was in high school, and I mean it was almost embarrassing to wear their gear, but I still did it. Because I love him so much. And um, I'd say LeBron's first year is probably the most embarrassing Laker year I had to endure. Because of the hype. Because of the expectations. And my expectations, personally, honestly, was a second round bounce. I, I thought LeBron should have been able to at least take that team to the first round. Of course, he does get hurt and misses 27 games. The games that he was active in, they went 28-27. and 27. And so, it's kind of like, what do you expect? Um, everyone knows they have the fourth seed in the West on Christmas Day. Then he goes to Oracle and uh, pulls his groin or his groin pops. or I don't know what happened there. Whatever. He had a groin injury. Um, you know, then it's like, oh, the miles are adding up. You know, it's like, what's going to happen next? And, you know, surprisingly, he didn't take as much of a backseat to AD as I thought he would this year. I, mean, I thought bringing in AD was going to be LeBron kind of, you know, giving him the keys. And I think that he will give him the keys this year. I think now that LeBron has secured a championship with the Lakers, this is kind of his time to step back and kind of get on his, like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar shit, where I'm going to play until I'm, like, 41-42, but it's not going to be 27-8-8. Eight, eight. It's not going to be 25-9. It's it's going to be, you know what I mean, 21, 7, and 6. You know what I mean? I think he can average that for two or three years. Um, you know, he looks like he's still the best athlete in the country, which is absolutely insane. He's 35 years old. Uh, I said in the last pod, it looks like he hasn't aged a day. And I'm just, I'm really happy about this. And I think this was definitely for Kobe. As we said in the last pod, I believe in sports gods. Kobe is now a sports god, obviously. Uh, you know, it's not even a question to me. Yep. And I feel like this is him as a sports god blessing his team and this is kind of um you know it's just kind of like meant to be I feel like it's just something that is you know it's kind of hard to even talk about still but you know it's something that carries a lot of weight and I'm sure every guy in that locker room like I said in the last one at the back of their mind was thinking about Kobe and you know Jeannie Buss getting up there and talking about it and shout out to Jeannie Buss who by the way is the first uh female majority owner in American sports history to win a championship so, um, you know, congrats to her. And, I mean, look, I don't want to get into politics, but Los Angeles is a very progressive franchise. Having a woman as the owner, LeBron is the, um, you know, face of the franchise, face of the league. He gets a lot of flack for his political stances and whatnot, but he is the most famous athlete in the country, and it is for a reason. And I think since, you know, maybe Michael Phelps, he's the most dominant American athlete as far as just any sport goes. Um, so, Obviously, big ups to LeBron, AD, everybody else. And I want to give a special shout-out to KCP. Because KCP is someone that has got shit on his entire career. And me and a lot of other people think that because he's a Rich Paul guy that the Lakers had to overpay for him for three or four years now. Which I also think is true. But if he gets a $15 million deal this season, it might be worth it, honestly. Um, a lot of these guys are on one-year expiring. So, and you might be right. I think Dan Green might be on a one-year. I'm not sure. Because a lot of these guys are on one-year. Rondo's on a one-year so, I mean, AD is a free agent. I mean, let's not forget. I mean, Anthony Davis, you know, in his press conference said, you know, nothing's guaranteed. Of course, 
as a Laker fan, I'm 95-5 on he'll be back. I yeah, think there's absolutely. I think there's literally no chance he goes anywhere else and turns his not turns his back on LeBron because they won together, but not you know just turns his back that quickly out of the back door. Going through all this, I mean, it took him an entire season to get to LA. Um, and it took them about a whole calendar year, and it is the longest NBA season ever. I want to give Adam Silver and everyone their credit for using Lysol and Clorox and masks and gloves because there was no positive COVID tests once they got down to the bubble, once the game started July 31st. After that, for over two months, not one positive test between anybody. So congrats to you guys. They did it right. Hell of a job. Um, yeah, hell of a job, and it is the most unique championship ever. Absolutely. Um, very proud of my Los Angeles Lakers, and, I mean, look, I, I – it doesn't sound like I'm that excited, but I'm not going to come in here kicking and screaming about it. I mean, it, I did that on Sunday already. Um, truthfully, I was just hanging out by myself. You know, everyone was kind of doing their own thing. Um, not a lot of people I know anymore because of the political stuff watch sports a lot. So um, I just kind of did my own thing. What I did is I took my dogs and we went to In-N-Out and I just had a number one. I had a number one and I let them have their... Own a little hamburger patty. Sadie got sick. She threw up in the back of the car, which was wonderful. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I think it was too salty for her. Uh, was, okay. I don't. You, you can get no salt on them next time. I I didn't know. They didn't okay. ask me this time. Okay. I went to the Dana Drive one. Oh, that, um, that's your first mistake right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. The the Churn Creek foods. A little better. It's a oh, little, it's a oh, little yeah. fresher. Oh yeah, it's weird. Hundred percent. Because there's no way they don't get their shipments at the same time. But it, it's kind of odd. I, I was like, oh yeah. I don't go to the Dana one anymore. Yeah, I mean, even the shakes, like, taste, it's, yeah. I don't know, maybe just newer equipment. <laughs> Anyways, I just went and did that, and luckily the Vikings and Seahawks game was on the Yahoo Live app, oh, yeah. so I was able to watch that in the parking lot, and uh, Russell Wilson won that shit with, like, 10 seconds to go. I texted Seth, you like that? He told me to chill out, Raider fan, and I'm not a Raiders fan, so I don't know what he said that for. Uh, <laughs> but enough with all that. The Lakers are champions. They're 12th one in Los Angeles, 17th overall. Tying the Celtics. The Lakers are the most iconic NBA franchise. They're on brand. The Clippers are always going to be little brothers. And King James reigns supreme over the entire league yet again. Um, I want to get into LeBron versus MJ. Because this is something that surprisingly really exploded after the Cleveland title. But the last couple days, there hasn't been a lot of LeBron versus MJ talk. It's just been a lot of the Lakers winning and what happens now with the NBA, which which is surprising. I thought it would just explode yet again like it did after the last title. But, yeah. um, look, I got a bunch of stuff I'm going to go down, and I'm just going to kind of give my take, and we're going to go where we go with this. So, first, let's start with the obvious stat. Rings, Jordan 6, LeBron 4. Finals MVPs, Jordan 6, LeBron 4. Regular season MVPs, Jordan 5, LeBron 4. I think... I think that's a little low for LeBron. I think it is, too. I think he should have at least five. Absolutely. I think, if anything, this year he should have got the MVP. I mean, he was playing like the MVP. I mean, no one remembers this except, you know, the Laker diehards, but it was a Friday night in March, and the Bucks were in town, and they beat them by, I think, maybe 10, 12 points or something like that at Staples. And then on Sunday afternoon, it was Lakers-Clippers, and LeBron takes over in the fourth quarter and absolutely dominates Kawhi and George Paul. And... Um, I mean, it was it was a hell of a game, but it really looked like this guy is the best player in the league. He just took down Kawhi Leonard and Giannis, no problem. And he was really on his way to maybe becoming the MVP. And then, of course, Corona, Rudy Gobert catches it three days later. Excuse me. And the season shut down. So that really sucks. But I think LeBron should have at least five MVPs in his career. Finals appearances, Jordan 6-for-6, six six, LeBron 4-for-10. Length of prime, Jordan, six championships in eight years. Some people think he would have won eight straight. I say you're fucking nuts. Uh, LeBron has made nine finals in ten years, which is a current streak, including eight straight finals. The most important title either of these two gentlemen won. Jordan, I think, was his very last one, 1998. Go watch the Last Dance documentary. I'm not going to jump into it right now. LeBron's, obviously, was 2016. As much as I love the Laker title, it, it doesn't mean as much as the Cleveland title. No. I don't think anything can or will. There's a reason that we hold that in such high regard, mm -hmm. um, including the block, which there really wasn't any iconic play. It was a blowout, mostly, all game six. And I, I think his statement when he did the Cleveland, this is for you, that's one of the most iconic sports statements ever. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That, I mean, that's like his moment that's yeah. yeah i mean that's when he became like an icon yeah um more pressure in their career i it's obviously lebron james he was king james at 16 years old cover of sports illustrated he was uh i mean they named this guy after a goddamn bible okay i mean that that's all i gotta say 
Uh, age of final championship. Both these guys are 35 years old. LeBron currently can add to that. So that is one so far. Besides, I think, most important title. I think that is one category LeBron can beat Jordan as he won a championship at a later age than he did. And, by the way, no retirements, no breaks. Uh, LeBron's in his 17th year. Jordan, at that point, was in his 13th with the Bulls. Uh, he played two years in Washington after that. Uh, defensive player of the years. This is one that people like Al's dad, who are almost 50 years old, love to bring up all the time for whatever reason. He won one fucking defensive player of the year. He didn't win five. He, he's not Dwight Howard from 09 to 2012. or eight. I mean, it, look, I'm not taking anything away from him, but he won one defensive player of the year. Now, LeBron has won none. Okay, I mean, that's fine. If you want to use that stat, cool. Jordan wins that. But at the same time, I mean, LeBron at one point was one of the most elite defenders in the league, i.e. Miami Heat LeBron. Um, so the whole defensive player of the year argument, I, I don't put much stock into, but all the Jordan fans will cling on for dear life to it because that's their man and that's who they're going to defend. Uh, titles with different teams. This is by far the most impressive stat for LeBron. Jordan won them all with the Bulls. LeBron, three different titles now. Two in Miami, one in Cleveland, one so far in Los Angeles. Uh, teams... Last title before player arrived. Chicago Bulls never won shit before Michael Jordan arrived. You got to give that to him. The Lakers last won their title 10 years ago. Obviously the most uh, uh, least length of time between titles for these guys in their career. He won the Cavs their first title in franchise history. And the Heat won in 2006 with Dwayne Wade going off. Looking like Michael Jordan. And the refs basically giving that away like they did the 2002 Western Conference Finals. Uh, good job, David Stern. Um, <laughs> Thanks for throwing it in there. That makes me feel a little bit better on this on this somber evening. <laughs> um, points all time. LeBron passed Jordan in 2019. Uh, LeBron has played and won a championship in both conferences. Jordan only won in the East. I'm sorry. Th that has to be an argument that holds some weight, especially when we were told... Um, his entire career, LeBron's entire career, oh, he wouldn't be able to do it in the West, especially, you know, the older he gets. It's going to be tough. You know, there's Houston, and he's going to have to deal with it. Man, no. Uh, before before we move on a little bit, hmm. can we really fault Jordan, though, for doing all that with one team? Like, I get LeBron doing it in both conferences is, like, you know, that's that's great. I'm not faulting him. I okay. just think it's more impressive to okay. move around like LeBron has okay. and, and be a winner everywhere okay. you go. That's fair. Okay. And you're kind of the reason you're a winner at the same time. I mean, okay. LeBron's been the best player on every single team that's won a title uh, that he was on. Um, LeBron has played with two for sure Hall of Famers, Dwayne Wade and Anthony Davis. We'll see about Chris Bosh. We'll see about Chris Bosh. Uh, Jordan Should has played him. with two Hall of Famers. Jordan played with Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman. Both players got all their head coaches their first title, respectively. Uh, LeBron did it three different times. Eric Spolstra, Tyron Lue, and Frank Vogel. Jordan did it once with Phil Jackson, but he won six rings with Phil Jackson. Obviously, that's incredible. Um, and look, here's my conclusion. I wrote this down a couple nights ago after the game was over. LeBron has not only done what I needed in my personal criteria to happen. Three rings with three different teams. Only player ever. I've been saying that since he signed in 2018. That's all he's got to do with me personally to be the GOAT. He did it with my Lakers. I love the last dance, but LeBron's resume is a little more impressive now than Jordan's in my opinion. I believe his run will last much longer as well. And I just... Look, I realize at this point how dominant Jordan was. I don't think... We are going to see a guy have this kind of career ever again, having this much pressure. And not only, I mean, obviously at this point, he not only has met head on the expectations, he's surpassed expectations. He's better than we thought he'd be. And I say we, as in I had any say, I was like three years old. But, you know, I mean, they, they said he was King James, you know, at 16 years old. And that's a lot of pressure, man. I mean, he was smoking pot in high school. Um... Sorry, Bron. I just you know it, 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 it was it was in more than a game, so you know whatever. Uh, <laughs> I mean you know don't put it in there if you don't want to talk about it. But um, I just I think that a lot has fallen on his shoulders over the years, and you know people can bring up 2011 finals, 2014 finals, uh, 2015 against the Warriors. You know not having Kyrie and uh, Kevin Love. You know 2017, KD maybe bested him. People can say whatever they want. Um, the truth of the matter is LeBron's been in the finals every single year of the last decade except the year he got injured. And granted, he wasn't going to make the finals that year regardless, but they would have at least made a playoff run. Um, I think the resume overall is very impressive compared to Jordan. And look, I, I've been saying it for years now. Uh, if LeBron gets one with the Lakers, and I don't even think it was a matter of if, it was a matter of when, I've always said that, then he would be my GOAT, personally. Um, Al, what do you think about this? Do you have any sort of take? Obviously, I didn't get to watch Michael Jordan, so I feel like my take can't really count. 
Right. Um, but I have watched LeBron, and LeBron's been an incredible basketball player for, what is it, 17 years? 17 years. Um, I mean, and you, I know everyone makes the argument the East has been bad, um, but he did go and do it in the West. In the West, I mean, granted, the Warriors were, the, were down this year. That was probably... I mean, I know that they were down at the beginning of the year before the season even started because Clay was hurt and Curry got hurt in like the fifth or sixth game or whatever it was. But um, in my opinion, they were much more of a threat than the Clippers were. Um, but you know, I, it's so hard for me to debate because I I'm a person now now that I kind of watch a lot more as someone that thinks that there's a goat of every era, in my opinion. Very true. MJ had his time, and then you could argue. Well, obviously Kobe had his time. Right, and then I think you could probably put Shaq in between those two eras. Shaq was great, um, and then LeBron's been ever since probably probably about that first title with the Heat. I'd say has been he's been the goat of the era ever since. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it, for me it's it, it's an impossible argument because you know people are always going to argue about it, and there's always going to be thousands of people on Jordan's side, thousands of people on LeBron's side. It's it's impossible. But yeah, <laughs> so I don't really I don't really have an opinion on it anymore. No opinion? No. LeBron's best of his era? Yeah, absolutely. Leave it at that? Okay. I, absolutely. I don't even fair think it's enough. a question. That's fair. I, I mean, this is how I viewed the NBA through the years. I think the 80s was, and I, look, I, people could say Larry Bird, I'm sorry, Magic won two more titles. It was Showtime Lakers. The 80s was Magic's time. The 90s was Jordan's. The 2000s was Kobe and maybe Shaq. They did it together three times. They each won two more titles. Or, sorry, Shaq won one more. Kobe won two more after they split up. Um... But, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> as a Tennessee scores. Um, and the 2010s have been LeBron, and, I mean, 2020 is a different decade, but right. he's still winning going into 2020, and who knows whose decade this is going to be. I mean, it's looking like it might be Luka Doncic, but, you know. Oh, man, that boy's a bad man. Talk about <laughs> bad men. <laughs> that's a bad man right there. And uh, you know Vladi what she took them. Uh, so that's all I got for the Laker argument. Anything else you want to uh, say about the Lakers or the Heat? I, and, and big ups to the Heat, by the way, for uh, a yeah. really tough series. Big up Jimmy Butler for being a dog in those two games. And uh, also, Duncan Robinson literally just came out of nowhere. I know he had a good regular season, but, I mean, he had a couple games where he had, what, like 25 points or something like that? I mean, he, he looked – I mean, for a guy that was playing D3 like three or four years ago, he just looked unreal. And same for Bam Adebayo. I know Tyler Harrow had a rough finals, but uh, Bam nah, – man, he gave him that snarl, bro. That, yeah, he gave him that one snarl. <laughs> He hit, he hit some clutch shots, don't get me wrong. And I think Tyler Harrow's going to be good in the league. He gave him that but, uh, snarl. But yeah, shout out to the Heat. Here's my one question for you. Okay. Let me just say, yeah. when I was driving home after the Lakers won from uh, my girlfriend's house, I, I always listen to Sports Talk Radio. The first thing I do when I turn on my car, turn on the Sports Talk Radio. The first thing I hear, I'm expecting, you know, Lakers talk. The first thing I hear, they're taking calls from people. This guy calling about the Warriors. The next guy calls about the Warriors. And it kind of made me a little sick. I'm like, can we not let these people, like, you know, like, let's talk about the team that just won it. Like, you know what I mean? Right. But it, it just makes me want to ask you if the, I know it's if ands, or buts, because obviously the Lakers won. But if the Warriors were healthy all year or in the playoffs or whatever, do you think that they would have given a LeBron a run for his money? Uh, a run for his money, yeah. And I, they're going to be able to run it this year. And yeah. I think the Lakers are going to take it this year. I, I mean, I, look... I think the Warriors, contrary to popular belief, I know they won three out of the four titles. I think they are deathly afraid. I think they shiver in their fucking boots like they're in the middle of the fucking blizzard when it comes to LeBron James. And they don't got KD. I, I, and they don't have KD anymore. Those guys are getting a little older. Two of the three of them are coming off injury. One of them a major injury. Yeah. Um, my question is, who in the hell is going to guard LeBron James? A. Wiggins? Draymond Green? I mean, who's going to guard LeBron? Yeah, I mean, LeBron who's, is... who's guarding AD? It's like, you know... And then who's guarding AD? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's just like, uh, I... Now, granted, you could say, well, who's guarding Stephen Clay? And that's fine. Stephen Clay could have uh, 70 together. I don't give a fuck. And LeBron and AD can have 70 together. So yeah. they cancel each other out at that point. It's all about role players. And, I mean, Quinn Cook is a Laker. He was a good role player for the Warriors. Um, he won his second title. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Andre Godal is on the Miami Heat. This is six straight finals. He's not there anymore to be the LeBron stopper, which there's no such thing. But um, no, I'm I'm very confident in the fact, and that's not Warriors hate because I mean they're the Splash Brothers and they were a dynasty. But I think their time is over. I don't think LeBron's time is over. And I, I mean, who's gonna guard LeBron and AD? That's my only question. Because I'm I'll tell you who can guard Stephen Clay, and it's not anyone impressive. It's KCP and Caruso. 
But, I mean, Caruso's going to give me energy. He's yeah. going to give me positive reinforcement and effort. And KCP, if he has a stroke going, can be really good. You know, mm-hmm. he feeds off what he does on the offensive end to the defensive end. Um, I don't think the Warriors have a goddamn shot. I'll be totally honest with you. Okay. I, I would put zero stock into them. Just, if, it, if anyone wants to bet me, if anyone wants to bet me, I might bet my entire savings on that shit. The Lakers will not lose to the Golden State Warriors as long as LeBron James is a Laker in the playoffs. The West is going to be uh, interesting grounds next year. It's going to be a very, very interesting season. I think the Lakers are going to run it right back. I have no reason to think otherwise. LeBron's made nine and ten years in both conferences. I mean, I, you know, this is where I start sounding like old oh, dick writing, but I mean, I, I mean, someone showed me something different. I mean, this guy plays in both conferences and somehow still makes it. So it's like, unless it's fucking Kawhi Leonard coming out here, you know, and I mean, he's in the West now too. So it's just like, I don't know. And I mean, who knows what happens with Giannis? Who knows if he goes to Miami this offseason, next offseason, or if he goes to Golden State? You know, I mean, if they can get Giannis, they can maybe beat him. But I mean, then again, I... I, is Giannis made of the right stuff? Is he, is he Kevin Durant? I mean, I don't know. I have no yeah. idea. Um, I'm very long-winded in my response, but the Lakers <laughs> would dominate the Golden State Warriors, in my opinion. Okay. I don't even think it'd be close. Um, anything else? Anything else to say about the Heat or Tyler Hero Snarl? No, no, no. No? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which, by the way, shout out to Tyler Hero, man. He's younger than both of us, and he's, yeah. you know... Playing in the finals. <laughs> He's he's living life, if you will. He's definitely living life. He's gonna have himself a uh, pretty good off season. And I'm really happy for Dwight Howard. He won his first championship in Orlando. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That was really cool to see. Someone that for like Dwight Howard was really good for a really long time. Finally, and you know, a lot of people thought he was done. I thought he was done. I thought so. Um, so for him to come back, and I mean, he made an impact too. It's not like he just sat at the end of the bench. Right. Um, it was it was really cool to see. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, it's ironic, man. He wins in the city of Orlando for the Lakers, and Kobe's the one that called him the favorite of Rob Palenka. It's just, man. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. He's a sports god, and I think he's going to keep blessing us. I really do. I I really think Kobe's up there to to drop jewels and drop dimes, man. I I really am. Uh, Rest in peace, Kobe and Gianna, man. Uh, let's get into NFL Week 5 Fantasy. So, NFL Week 5 Fantasy, I barely inched out Mr. Matthew White. I won by four points, thanks to Baltimore's defense getting me 30 points. Deshaun Watson gave me 29. Josh Jacobs gave me two uh, late fourth-quarter touchdowns, which put him about 14 points above what I thought he was going to get. Overall, I was 127. Matt had 123. I am now 4-1 on the year. I'm in second place behind Seth, and he's the only person that has beat me. And this is going to get interesting. Al, how did your Week 5 fantasy go? Uh, so I felt pretty good going into last night's game, Monday night's game, Chargers Saints. I was up by about 35. Uh, and then Mike Williams, who apparently decided to have his one good game a year against me, um, <laughs> dropped a 28 ball on me. Uh, so right now it's not over because Byron has the Bills defense. But right now, don't, they have negative points, but I'm not going to jinx anything. Um so I got six points, almost seven points up. So I'm, I'm feeling good. Um, so if I win, I'll move to three and two. And, you know, I told you from the beginning, I said, I'm going to have to deal with injuries. It's going to be a tough year. And I am getting tested this year. That, that is definitely true. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've lost, I think, five guys now in the middle of games to injuries. And it's just, it's tough, but that's fantasy. That's fantasy for you. Yep. So Mo Alley Cox got me nothing at all. Literally not even point of a tenth of a, a nothing. He got me three zeros. Um, Antonio Gibson didn't do shit. Got me seven and a half. Terry McLaurin, even worse, got me four. Uh, which I figured he was due for an off week. He's been getting me about 15 to 18 a week. He's and only they, in the second year. They played the Rams, right? Yeah. See, I would imagine Ramsey was probably following him around. And Kyle Allen getting hurt. Alex Smith coming in. I mean, which, it was by just, the way. That was awesome to see. I mean, I was that terrified was, for Alex Smith. I was too, but that was amazing to see him back out on the field. It was. Yeah, that, that was one of the, the the cooler moments, the sports moments that I've seen. Absolutely. I agree. Uh, like I said, Deshaun Watson and Baltimore's defense carried me. Now, if you're wondering about Chase Claypool, who has him in the league, I have him. 
I did not star him over Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton got me 17 points. He had, uh, I think, eight catches for 129 yards. I'll take that any week with anybody. Chase Claypool had 40 goddamn fantasy points. He had four touchdowns. And, look, if I were to lose this game, everyone and their mama would have been teasing me about it, which means the entire White House would have been teasing me about it, uh, how I left a guy on the bench with 40 points. So, luckily, it worked out for me. I think I am due for a loss this week because I just I, – I feel like when you win, like, a nail-biter, fantasy just – Fantasy takes no prisoners, man. It's all about karma. Fantasy always gives karma right back to you. Last year, I started bragging about all my trades and Hopkins for Hooper, and I started 5-2, and two, and then I went 2-5 and five and got bounced in the wild card round. So it's all about karma and fantasy. So I'm 4-1. I'm trying not to get a little too excited, but I'm happy my team's in second place because it's a really competitive league. I mean, yeah. that's one thing. I mean, this is... If there's a league to win, I mean, it's this one because, I mean, yeah. there's 10 players, and every last person knows their football. Um, and I'm not that huge on football. I mean, I'll watch football every Sunday. I know most of the guys in the league, but you know, I mean, you guys tease me about the Derwin James and the backup quarterback. I mean, I just don't know these guys. I don't watch college and I just, I'm an NBA fanatic. Um, I'm happy about my fantasy though. And look, I mean, if this Rogers trade works out, I'm going to want my respect. Because, I mean, look, I was a mad genius at work on that trade. I knew everyone would think I would be nuts. I know. I mean, I, I mean, your, your dad even said it to me. He's, <laughs> which is funny. It's funny that people think I don't know, but I know I'm a little loopy. Uh, so that's fine, you know, with my opinions and stuff like that. But look, I don't, I don't think Lamar and Carson for Rodgers is crazy at all. I still believe Rodgers will win the MVP. I don't know if you guys watch his Pat McAfee interviews, but he seems like he's so chill and so focused and he's not doing shit but thinking about football and mm -hmm. studying and stuff like that. Um, so I think Rodgers could keep going off. And shout out to Deshaun Watson for holding it down during Rodgers' bye week. I mean, 29 points is a lot. for more than that. Yeah, and I mean, that was his best performance of the year so far, so it could have came in a better time. There you go, Jags. Uh, sorry for your Jags. Yes, it is what it uh, is. Both teams are 1-4 and four now. But, yeah, fantasy went overall very well. I have Peyton this week. Who do you got week six? Who's your Who's your opponent? That is a great question. Is it uh, Torres 19? No, it is. Uh, I don't it is Torres 19. Okay. It's Torres, yeah. Okay. I was looking at the matchup. Okay. I was going to say, I haven't looked yet. I, I thought I already played George, but I guess not. Gotcha. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Do you think you're going to win this week? How do you expect week six to go before we transition out of this? I expect a win because Michael Thomas, unless he starts punching more teammates, is going to be back. <laughs> um, which, okay. that I, I thought about this earlier. I'm glad I didn't forget about it. Okay. Go ahead. So, part of the reason that Michael Thomas didn't play, because, you know, fights happen. That's part of. That's part of professional sports yeah punches get thrown i mean you see it all the time i guess what the main thing was is that he was getting combative with coaches and yelling at his coaches and that's why they decided to suspend him i am calling it right here by the end of this year michael tom or in the offseason michael thomas will, will request request a trade he don't want to be with drew Brees anymore and that's my hot take you want to hear my hot take about the brooklyn nets sure I told you I was going to save it, too. Let's hear it. Man, if y'all think the Nets aren't going to win the whole fucking championship next year, they're going to get Paul George. They're going to go and breeze past everybody in the East. It's not even going to be close. They're going to make Giannis look like a chopped liver. I think it's going to be Lakers-Nets finals. I'm, I, I think they have a really good chance of pulling it off, personally. I, mean, I know we're going back to NBA from NFL, but... Yeah, that, that'd take. be a hell of a series. That's that, Sign me up. That, that, that's my hot take. Sign me up for seven games of that. Lakers-Nets 2021 finals. Lakers in six. Why not? I said Lakers in six for the eight, so. Nets in three. <laughs> Nets in the New Jersey Nets. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, as far as football, I mean, I like that hot take about Michael, Tra uh, Michael Travis, Michael <laughs> Thomas. Um, I don't know where, what happens with that. I mean, look, I've been saying it for a year or two now. You might want to cut ties with Breeze. And, I mean, look, the, the offseason comments don't help anything. His biggest opponent to that was Michael Thomas. Yeah. You cannot have the best duo in the NFL, basically, upset at each other. I mean, those guys are lethal together. And mm -hmm. I just, I, I don't know. It's like if LeBron and AD didn't get along. It's like, God damn it, man. Like, yeah. fuck, man. Like, we cannot win like this, you know? And, I mean, that's nothing that Sean Payton can control. Uh, ego is ego, and players are going to do what they're going to do. Um, I like that hot take, though. I like that hot I take. I think a lot. in this era of stars wanting out of situations, I think Michael Thomas is going to be raising his hand to get out of there. And I'm pretty good with these hot takes. I, I, right, with, <laughs> right in that Houston game last year when the Jaguars lost, what's, 
First thing I said after that game, Jalen Ramsey's requesting a trade. Yeah, he does. Ne- the next day, yeah. he requested a trade. You did say that. Yeah. That is true. Uh, as far as week five, as my dogs make a bunch of noise in the background, uh, which, you know, honestly, what's funny, listening back, whenever I mention something in the background, I you can't hear it. Really? Like, the mic does a good job of just oh, like, okay. yeah, it's nice. like, oh, that's actually not that bad. But just in case you guys do hear, just my dogs having fun. Uh, NFL week five biggest headlines. I personally think, and I, look, man, I almost got kicked out of your house. <laughs> I just look man how how long is this COVID thing going to last honestly how long are we going to have to keep I mean we're going to have to have a 20 week season to get through I mean teams are going to have to have two buys mm-hmm. I don't know how else they combat the situation personally there's been tons of outbreaks the Titans are the biggest one I'm surprised they're even letting them play right now here on Tuesday night it sucks the Bills have to play from a Tuesday to a Monday so that's back to back weeks that they're on a short week um, but I mean it's working out pretty well for the Titans right about now. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think? Do you think we're going to have a full season? Do you think they're going to have to do two bye weeks? Because, I mean, they're going to try and find a way to get this completed. Yeah. Now that it's well, started. I mean, you know, the NFL, they're they're very greedy. We've we've talked about that. We talked about it oh, before man. the season started. Because oh, we knew this would happen. It's impossible for it not to happen. Right. I'm surprised it didn't happen more in baseball. Like, baseball only had a few cases of it. Right. I thought it was going to be a big issue. But um, the NFL, you know, that. The player, the amount of players, the amount of team personnel, the amount of trainers triples. So it's, you know, one assistant, you know, volunteer athletic trainer goes to a club and gets it, comes to work the next day. He's going to spread it to eight people. Right. Um, so, I mean, my thing is, like, with the Titans, like, you know, they, they had a positive test. That's fine. We all know it's going to happen. But why are we punishing other teams for what they, they did? Like... If they would have just had the one test and then, you know, they wouldn't have done anything else, fine, whatever. But for them to be, like, you know, breaking all the rules or whatever, um, I mean, they're going to get a hefty fine, in my opinion. And they're going to get a big penalty. And they should. Yeah, they should. Because they're they're fucking over other teams. I mean, you know, the Bills, they didn't know when they were going to play. They thought they were going to play on Sunday. And then they're like, oh, we're playing on Tuesday. Um, And now you're seeing other teams' schedules get shifted because of teams like the Titans. Um and that's just what I don't get. Like, if you break the rules, then in my opinion, they should have to forfeit. I don't think they should get to replay those games. I agree with you. Um, I like that idea. And also, I don't think there's a way in hell it's a 17-week season. I think it's, you're going to have to add at least two or three more weeks to it. Um, do we finish with every team? Or do you think some of these teams are just going to have to get disqualified or just um, I, sit I, out the year? They're, they'll finish with all the teams. It's the NFL. They're going to do it. I think so too. Um, I think there's no way the they, Titans owner they have fans in the stands. I mean, they're they're getting every last dime they can, which you know I don't blame them. Rightfully so. It's yeah. it's a business, yeah, and it's a business you I mean, are deciding to operate. It's something that let's be honest. Next year, the NBA is gonna have to really think about what they're gonna do because they're gonna want to <laughs> get fans back in the stands, right? As every league wants to, and every league should. Only um, problem is they're indoors. Exactly, they're indoors. I mean, it's a lot less people, but still, they're gonna. You know, it's, it's just gonna be crazy. capacity is gonna be five thousand for a twenty thousand seat arena. And if it's like that, and I gotta pay four times more to go to a Kings game, you bet your ass, I will be right there watching. The <laughs> I bet I'll bet you tickets to Lakers Kings are gonna be like freaking twelve hundred bucks for nosebleeds. <laughs> you know what, man? You know, what I was thinking about. I was like, if they're expensive enough, I'm, I might just go courtside. Oh fuck that, no. That dude, that's gonna be like six grand. I, you don't know that. We have no idea what those okay, prices here, are gonna be. Okay, here's look my like. thing, like, because it's gonna be a very weird season next year. Like, unless if you know this all goes away by the time NBA rolls around, which I don't think is gonna happen, but it could no. happen. Um, they might not even let people sit courtside. They might start it. Which t- is fair. They might start at ten rows up. You know right. what I mean? And yeah. if I'm gonna, you know, spend a lot of money to go to a game, I'll probably just sit in the nosebleeds. I don't really care as long as I'm just in the environment. Um. But yeah, going back to the NFL, I mean, it's just, we all knew it was going to happen. It's just. I want to make myself clear, because I've listened to some pods now. Look, the virus is obviously not fake. I don't think it's fake. I think it can be and has been as lethal and as terrible as advertised. When I say stuff like how much power are we going to let this have, it is only because back in 2009 and 10. Full arenas for NBA. Full stadiums for NFL. Swine flu affected over 100 million people in America. Uh, Worldwide cases for the coronavirus, not for nothing, is 27 million. There's almost 8 billion people. Um, Look, I think think it is a legit pandemic. I think people question that. You know, I... 
I won't say who because I love them, but they were saying that, oh, it's not a pandemic and it's not a serious and it's not this. And it's just, you know, it's like the SARS virus. And it's like, look, it is a pandemic. It spanned many countries. It is worse in America and it has been for months and it was in China. Um, I don't want to disrespect any doctors, medical workers. If I When I say stuff jokingly, such as pandemic or something like that, it is simply in jest. It's not meant to offend anybody. Um, and I was made aware of that by you guys. So I'm just throwing it out there that I respect everyone that has chosen to work through this whole thing, such as I have, uh, that hasn't just taken unemployment money. That's saving lives, helping people out. I look, we need you and appreciate you more than you would ever know. You know what I mean? Um, so I mean, no disrespect. I just, I do wonder how much longer we're going to let one positive test shut down businesses. I mean, businesses need money. People, like you said, need money. We were talking off topic about, you know, stimulus checks and some politics stuff. And you're like, look, man, people are hurting. And that's where I'm coming from. You know, I mean, here in Shasta County, I mean, half this county runs on little businesses, such as our former employer, places like Wilda's, Kaleidoscope, Black Rose, uh, you know, Burrito Bandito, you know, which they're kind of becoming a major company, but they only have seven or eight locations. They're still little technically... Um, so, I mean, there's businesses around here and I mean, of course there's a bunch of other one-offs and stuff like that, um, that, you know, need money and they're hurting and they're strapped for cash and they can't hire people and they can't keep people on 40 hours a week. They can only work them 25 and they can't do bonuses and, you know, they didn't get relief money. I understand all that and that's where I'm coming from and I just think that it's hurting the economy and people a lot financially and I think that not for nothing, when you hurt financially, you start hurting mentally and when I say hurt mentally addiction, you know, alcohol, pot, pills, maybe even stuff worse than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can only imagine the amount of people that have become alcoholics or drug addicts over the pandemic. I mean, it's just fucking true. Um, so that's my stance on it. I don't want anyone to get sick. I don't want to get sick. So, I mean, for karma purposes, I'm not going to keep talking shit about the virus, which I, I wasn't originally anyway. But I know I'm loud. I'm boisterous. I'm very opinionated. It comes off that way sometimes. Uh, and I was made aware by that. Uh, your guys' house. So I just want to say for the record that I hope no one gets it. I know it is a real thing. And I wear a mask out in public. I have Purell up in my closet. I got gloves in my car. I mean, I, I, I do what I can. I socially distance. I You know what I mean? So I'm not, I'm not out here partying like fucking Morgan Wallen kissing a bunch of chicks and shit like that. Uh, which, did you see that? The Morgan yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I just wanted to kind of leave that there and uh, make my stance clear. Um, and shout out to everyone on the front lines that has been working since February, March, uh, in any field of work, honestly. I mean, I, I was making pizza, but they deemed me essential. So that's cool. Um, let's get out of the serious stuff, man. Let's get into our week six picks. Let's do the week six picks. So before we uh, move on to that, I okay. just want to say before we move on from week five, um, a very serious injury. I know everyone's seen it. Dak Prescott. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know how many, yeah. I, I just I, how I wanted to that. just say prayers for Dak. I mean, just the way that the sports world reacted after that is a testament to like the the person Dak is, the player Dak is. Um, and I mean, this is something I wanted to talk about a little, but I forgot to tell you about. But go ahead. The franchise tag needs to go. It's terrible. Yeah. It and is. I think this Dak injury is going to be what drives that thing away. Because he, you know, he was going to get a lot of money, whether it was from the Cowboys or whether they weren't going to pay him and he was going to go somewhere else. But now he, his paycheck's looking like, you know, it might get cut a fifth or a fourth. Um, and when, in all reality, everyone kept saying, oh, Dak needs to do this. Dak needs to do that to earn this contract. This year, Dak was doing everything. He was playing, honestly, like an MVP candidate on a team that just isn't very good. Right. Um. But yeah, I just, you know, the franchise tag is one of the worst things in sports, and I think that this offseason, because of the DAC injury, I think the NFL really pushes to get rid of that thing, because it, it needs to go. I, I hope so. I think it's in the next CBA. At least I hope it is for the Players Association, because um, I think they already signed and agreed to that. It was okay. due next year, but they worked on it during quarantine and stuff like that and figured it out. Um, and a lot of the big-name players were not happy about it, i.e. Uh, Wilson and Rogers, but... um. Yeah, I, I agree with you. The franchise tag needs to go, and it's very gross. And I didn't see the injury personally. I was bouncing back between my house and theirs, and the game was on later that night and stuff like that. So luckily I didn't miss it. I have not seen it. I don't plan on seeing it. But uh, prayers up for Dak Prescott, it's for just, sure. To me, anytime you see someone immediately after they go down, wave for the cart, it's just, I don't know. And then to see the picture of him, or the video and the pictures of him driving off on the cart, crying, 
I mean, that, that was one of the hardest sports moments I've had to watch, honestly. And this is a guy that has gone through depression this year. Yeah. He said he's felt tons of things he's never felt before in his life. Uh, I forget his brother's name, but he killed himself back in April during yeah. quarantine. And then Dak said he didn't work out. He didn't eat. He didn't do anything basically for a month like this, this a is normal a guy person would have. That got shit on for saying all that stuff, too. I mean... He did. Dak faces a lot of stuff that he doesn't even need to face. And it's just... it. He just seems like he seems like a hell of a person, honestly. And it just it, you really hate to see something like this happen to someone like that. And I bull prediction. I think that the Cowboys will pay Dak. They should. I think they were going to. I think they still will. Yeah. Um, I I think they're going to give him his forty million a year. I really do. I, I, I hope think so. they think that he's franchise quarterback. The problem is the defense. And I don't yeah. want to talk about the fucking Cowboys. No, no. But we just gotta, wanted to talk about Dak. Gotta say that for Dak. Yeah. Uh, gotta Fair say enough. that for Dak. That's someone we don't talk about enough on the podcast. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, prayers up for Dak Prescott. Absolutely, of course, all the time. Um, alrighty, week five. So this game is still going on, Bills and Titans, but no matter what happens in this game, it's looking like the Titans are going to wrap this up. I was the winner on the week. It's looking like I'm going to finish at 11-3 and three if the Bills don't come back. And then, Al, you were 7-7. Seven and seven. Seth Thanks. was 9-5, and five, and Matt was also 9-5. and five. So I was the winner on the week, which puts me at, let's see... So I'm three and two on the year, and you and Matt are two and three, and Seth is one and four. Um, overall records on the year. Let's see what this would be. Hold on, I did not add this up. So overall records on the year, I would be let's see, eleven and three. So that'd be forty nine and twenty seven, and then Al, you would be forty five and thirty. Seth would be forty four and thirty one. So behind you. And then Matt, 9 and 5. Let's see. Matt would be 47 and 29. So I think Matt would be in second place. So it looks like I am leading in the standings and the overall record. So I'm having a decent football year. Um, let's get into week six, man. So week six, I don't have any of these written down, but we'll just go right here. I got the games pulled up. So prepared for the podcast today. So first game, we got Texans and Titans. Titans look good. I'll take the Titans. You got Titans? Yeah. Unless they pop another positive. I'm going to go Tennessee as well. I like what Houston did last week, but I just don't think it's going to last, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, let's keep going. We've got Ravens and Eagles. This is a trap game. I'm taking the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles? Yeah. This is a trap game. I'm going Baltimore. I'll probably change my pick before games, but yeah. Fair enough. Got a weird feeling. Fair enough. Uh, Falcons and Vikings. Vikings. Vikings? Yeah. The Falcons look hopeless. Falcons finally got rid of their head coach and their GM, just like the Texans last week. I think they're going to have the new coach energy. I got Atlanta. I do not believe in what um, Minnesota's doing right now, personally. But, um, I mean, they should have won that game Sunday night. They really should have. Yeah, That's I what don't know why happened. they didn't kick that field goal. I, I, they're definitely afraid of field goals. Uh, Browns and Steelers. I'll take the Brownies. Yeah, the Brownies? Yeah. I'm going to go steal. Um, I like what I see out of Pittsburgh. I think that Claypool saved them last week, but I think they could play better this week. And it's in Pittsburgh. I don't trust Baker going on the road like that, especially not against a stout defense like that. Uh, I mean, Heinz Field's one of the best home field advantages with or without fans in the league, personally. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a battle of Ohio, and I think that... Um, or no, it's not. Sorry. That's browns Bengals. Uh, I, I think that Pittsburgh wins this matchup, personally. Um, Bengals or Colts? Bengals at Colts. I'll take, I'll take the Colts. I got the Colts as well. I'm that Colts defense, is, I know we've talked about them being bad a lot, but I didn't realize how good they actually are. They're pretty good. I mean, they didn't look good on Sunday against the Browns, but you know, during that game, the announcers talked about some of the statistics, and they were actually, I think they were number one defense in the league. So were they really? That, I, I think I remember hearing that Sunday. It just was mind-boggling to me almost. Huh. I didn't know that. Uh, Lions and Jags. You're good old Jaguars, man. Lions. I, Lions. Until the Jags win again, I can't take them. Let me let me say this. If we lose to the Lions this week, and then we got the Chargers next week, we're going to L.A., which is never good. East Coast going to West Coast. Herbert's going to dice us up next week. If we lose this week to Detroit at home, and then next week on the road to L.A., Doug Marone's canned. Because we got the bye week after we play the Chargers. So I think Doug Marone's canned at that point. I thought you were going to turn in your fan card. No. <laughs> I already tried doing that. I couldn't do it. Oh, my God. What do you think? Do you think Doug Marone gets canned if that happens? I think he's staying the entire year. Fuck, I hope not. 
I think you stay the entire year. And I got Jaguar Sunday. I, I don't see Detroit going in there and winning. I don't think Detroit's that good. I'm not a huge Stafford guy. I, I just don't. I don't see it personally. I, I think that the Jaguars are at home. They can have fans. Gardner plays better at home. The whole team plays better at home. They're a young team. And, I, I yeah, I just don't see Patricia and them going in there and winning. I, that's it's just as simple as that, in my opinion. Uh, Bears and Panthers. Keep going in 10 a.m. Mm, I'm going to take the Panthers. Yeah, Panthers. Yeah. Teddy uh, Two Gloves looking pretty good. Teddy is looking good. Um, do you know what the Patrick Ewing theory is? You ever heard of the Patrick Ewing theory? Yeah. It's created by Bill Simmons back in the 90s. I love Bill Simmons, obviously. And he thinks that the Patrick Ewing theory is that you can be an elite player and a superstar, but for whatever reason, your team plays better without you. And I think the number one candidate in the NFL for that is Christian McCaffrey. Because, look, I'm not going to shit on the guy, but what the fuck has he ever won? College or NFL. It looks like the Panthers are a Ewing theory team. I mean, I, you know, I mean, it's kind of like the Falcons with Julio. It's like Julio's not in, but they're all of a sudden winning game. And then not this year, but this is, you know, a year or two back. It's just like, it's kind of weird, you know. I mean, I think there's teams in the NBA that are like that. I think that um, definitely teams in the NFL as well. Um, and, yeah, I, I I like that. I like the Patrick Ewing theory. I think Chris McCaffrey's a number one candidate for that. 10 a.m., let's keep going. we got Washington football team at the Giants. Oh, man. That's a bad game. I'm going to take the Giants. Get that first win out of the way. The uh, Washington football group of young people. Does not look very good. No, they don't. I'm going to go Giants as well. I think they're finally pulling out. They're 0-5, but they should be about 2-3 and in my opinion. Yeah. They shouldn't have lost last week either. Yep. It's all just growing pains, no Saquon. I mean, yep. what else do we expect? Uh, last morning game, this is a reschedule from week five. Uh, both these teams had a bye last week. We have Broncos and Patriots. I'm going New England. Kim's yeah. back. I'm not I'm not taking Vic Fangio over Bill Belichick. It's just not going to happen. Talk about coaches getting fired after this year. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Well, I mean, the only thing that was the right hire anyway. No. Denver, man. I mean, they make. Elway it. needs to go, honestly. Who? Elway. And they'll never fire him because it'll Iconic. have to be a mutual thing. Right. But I think they should go a different direction upstairs, too. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> and the NFL has left us with uh, which. Hold on. I thought we had three afternoon games. The NFL has left us with two afternoon games. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's okay because one of them is the game of the week, maybe even one of the games of the year. I finally have this game off for work. Uh, we'll get to that one in a second. But first up, we got Jets and Dolphins, which absolutely nobody's going to be watching except the Giants and Dolphins fans. Jets and Dolphins. I'll take the Jets. You got the Jets? Fuck okay. <laughs> it. You feel like it's a trap game? No, I just feel like it's two really bad teams, and I'll take, I'll take the team that hasn't won yet. Okay. You got the Jets. I am going to. I took Miami last week, and I, I like Miami in this game as well. Um, I think that Fitzmagic's playing well. I think that Tua needs a little more time to sit back and watch. And I like Devontae Parker. I mean, I think he's one of the better receivers in the league. I mean, maybe he's top 12, something like that, maybe top 15. I don't think he's a top 10 guy. But uh, has superstar potential. And I know he's, you know, a few years in. But I'm looking forward to whatever he could do with Fitzmagic personally. Uh, game of the week, game of the year, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. I'm going to be all cheesed out. I'm going to be with Matt White. This is Packers at Buccaneers from Tampa Bay. Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. I'm taking that bad man in Green Bay. I'm taking that bad man as well. He's the MVP. He's going to win that shit. And I, I think there's no way he goes to Tampa. That team didn't look good against Chicago. No. If he doesn't have Godwin back, I know Evans, he's going to have 10 days off now to get healthy. He's on my fantasy team. I hope he has a good game. But I don't know, man. I mean, Rojo had a great game, and they still didn't do much of anything at all. I don't know what they're doing with Fournette. O.J. Howard's gone. Um, I mean, the injuries are starting to pile up, and if Brady starts getting hit, you know, by Sedarius Smith or someone like that, I mean, Khalil Mack was terrorizing Tom Brady on Thursday Night Football. Um, I'm going to go Green Bay as well. I know that Matt's going to take his team, but that's fine. Um, I really think Green Bay can pull that out. I think, honestly, they can make that a blowout rather easily if they want to. I mean, they can go up a 31-13 kind of score. Um, but we'll see what happens. That's the only afternoon games in the NFL this year, or this week, uh, Sunday Night Football, we have the Los Angeles Rams at Santa Clara at San Francisco 49ers. Give me the Rams. At the Rammies. The Niners ain't looking. I know the, the Niners are just. Talk about injuries piling up. I mean, they're the definition of it. Garoppolo does not look good. Garoppolo does, yeah, does not look good. He's got all his weapons back now, so he, you know he's got to start showing something. It's true. I agree with you very much. Uh, alrighty, so now because of COVID, we have two Monday Night games, which one of these is. 
It's supposed to be Thursday night, which was going to be an incredible game. It's either this um, or Packers Bucks for game of the week. At two o'clock on Monday, we two have o'clock? yeah, two o'clock. Oh. Yeah, it's very odd. Very well because they want everyone to see their Dallas Cowboys later on. Uh, this one's going to be on Fox, NFL Network, Amazon, all that good stuff. We got Chiefs at Bills, a very good AFC matchup. Chiefs at Bills. Fuck this, that two sucks. Um, <laughs> I know. I think I'm at work, literally in the middle of that whole game. Well, we got football practice till five, so I'm not even gonna be able to watch it. So it yeah, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. Bulls ain't looking too hot right now. Which I know they'll bounce they'll bounce back and look a lot better next week. But I, Patrick Mahomes is a bad man. I like the Bills. They're four and zero, but it looks like they're gonna win or uh, lose this game tonight. And I don't think the Chiefs lose two in a row like that. They lost yeah. to the Raiders at home, which I I think is a bad loss. Cause, and the Raiders aren't trash, but I just I think you should close that game out and win that game. They're too good to lose back-to-back games. I'm going to say Kansas City as well on the road against Buffalo. I think Mahomes can easily outperform Josh Allen. And kind of like Lamar Jackson, kind of show him who's boss. Uh, the Monday Night Football game on ESPN, this one's at 5-15, normal Monday night. We got Arizona Cardinals against the Dallas Cowboys. Where is it at? Half-decent game, Dallas. Okay, just curious. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals. You got Cardinals? Yeah. I'm going to go Cowboys. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys on this one. You taking the Red Rocket? I'm going to take Red Rocket. He looked good with Gallup. And it's like him and Gallup are on the same page. Um, and I just, I don't know. I I question Kyler and DeAndre on the road. Uh, not DeAndre, more so Kyler. And then also, oh, they scored. Damn, they scored again. You're going to win your fantasy I, game. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm looking pretty good right now. <laughs> um, shit, I lost my point. Oh, yeah, I don't think the Cardinals have looked that well since week two, personally. I just don't. I mean, they won this last week, but I just I don't really believe in them. They haven't faced a really stout opponent, and not saying the Cowboys are that. But I think the Cowboys are going to put up a good fight. They're going to fight for Dak the rest of the season. I think the man who's going to pop off and have a great game is Ezekiel Elliott. I think he's going to have over 100 yards, might have two or three touchdowns. Um, but we'll see when we get there. That is our week six picks, and that is about it for this episode. You got anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to put on the universe? No, I'm good. Go Lakers. Go Kings. Go Lakers. I'm happy we're 2020 champions. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I it's What's weird is it hasn't really hit me yet still, which is kind of, I mean, it's been two days, but it's just like, I don't know. It's just, I know it still happened. I, I think once I realized there's really no more NBA games, you know what I mean? With NFL, it's kind of like tidying me over. I think in the middle of the week when there's no NBA or nothing left, it's going to be like, oh, okay, like the NBA is done, done. And I'm happy, man. Lakers are 2020 champs. We're at an hour 01, so we can end it right here. Perfect timing. If you guys have listened this far, thank you. And we will be back soon. Go Lakers. 2020 forever. And we appreciate you very much. Have a good night.